He did not abandon you if you kept telling him to leave and get out. He did not abandon you if you kept telling him that he needs to go somewhere, that he is not wanted here. What he did was honor your request. What he did was follow instructions that you constantly gave to him over and over again. Instead of always blaming a man for his absence, understand that you might be the reason that he is no longer present emotionally and physically. We have to take responsibility, ladies. It's easy to place blame on the man when he leaves. But if he is constantly told that he is not welcome here anymore and that he should go find another, then maybe he'll follow your instructions and go find another. Or maybe he'll go find himself. I refuse to allow you to put all of the onus on the man for the breakdown of your relationship. Hello, boys. I am here for you too. Coach Stephanie, Life Architect. Let's talk about this on I Said No, the podcast. BLCNY. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hell no. Hashtag ISN pod. Beautiful soul, beautiful soul, calling all of my beautiful souls. Welcome back. Welcome home. It is me. It is she. It is I. It is her. It is Stephanie, the life architect, the builder, the customizer, the designer of healthy emotional lives. And you are in your emotional safe place, also known as the I Said No podcast. Say it with me. Hashtag what? ISM pod. Welcome home, beloved. What is going on, saints, sinners, sinners and saints? How you doing? What you been doing? Ooh, I just dropped something. Did you hear that? You know what? I'm not even going to edit that out. I am such, I'm in such a good space where I have no need. Ain't no future in front. Things happen here on this mic. And when I press record, it is what it is. And what it is right now is that I am so happy to be here with you. Just me and you, intimately, my favorite kind of way. One-on-one, just me and you. Because we, we here on ISM Pod have been guest heavy since 2019. Every episode since 2019 began, I have had a guest on here. And I love having amazing dialogue with people, amazing mask removal conversations. And that's what I've been having. And though I will continue it at one point when I get my audio together, that's separate and aside. Let, let, let me just stay on track. Though we will have more guests because the hit list is crazy. The extensive hit list of amazing entrepreneurs, mothers, fathers, beings, beautiful souls, evolvers, creators, shakers that I want on this mic. Oh, man, we are going to do it. We're going to continue to do it in 2019. But like I said, I got to get my audio together. I am a person who wants to be the best and deliver the best. And though I think the content that is delivered here on hashtag ISM pod is amazing, for me, it's important that my audio match. So I'm still trying to figure out this whole engineering thing. And I'm really not good at it. And though you guys have been amazing, I mean, one tweet and Twitter just, you know, just ha, y'all swoop in and y'all bless a chick. You give me suggestions and you ask me, have you tried this? Are you doing that? And I love it, but I have no time to execute right now, right? So the time that I do have, I'm going to spend it talking to you. And when I do have a moment to figure some things out to make sure that the audio is, again, as great or better than the content that is delivered, we will resume having guests. So if you know someone who you believe would be an amazing guest, who would vibe with me, who would feed off of me and I would feed off of them, who would be an asset to the beautiful soul unicorns, the soul family. I want you to let me know who they are so I can add them to the hit list. But until then, are you okay with it just being me and you? I am. 
I missed you. I want to know how your soul's doing. Tell me, what is making your soul glow today? What makes you makes you feel alive? What is setting your soul on fire this very moment? And even if not in this very moment, since we last spoke, what has set your soul on fire? Why is your soul glowing? Tell me, beautiful souls. I really, really want to know. Drop those comments, drop those likes, those shares, those subscribes. I need it all. Give it all to mama. She needs it all. I want to take this thing to another level. And what I need you to understand is you listening is great. But unfortunately, my beautiful soul, sometimes that's not enough. Not that you're not enough, but just those listens are not enough. When you want to be picked up by your Spotify's, which ISM Pod is on now, hello, and you want to be picked up by your loudspeakers network, you have to have engagement. They need to see those subscriptions. They need to see people commenting and saying they want more. So do me a favor, whether you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play, drop a comment, subscribe, share, tell the world that they need to be a part of the I Said No podcast family. Oh, thank you very, very much. Now, What's making my soul glow? I just mentioned to you that ISM Pod is now on Spotify. Now, that might be no big deal to the likes of you guys who probably listen to a lot of your favorite pods on Spotify or your pod yourself is on Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> I'm not editing that out either. We're just going to let it be what it's going to be. Spotify. It's not a big deal for you pod podcasters that are already on Spotify, but it's a big deal to me. Like I said, I am not savvy in certain areas. I am very, 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 very wise in many areas. But when it comes to engineering and, you know, uploading things, I'm just like, can you do it for me, Denisio Shoots? But since he is not here, not around and doing his own thing and flourishing, you know, it's... I'm left to my own devices. So he did hook me up and do me a, did me a solid and he made sure that ISM Pod is now on Spotify, which makes my soul glow because it's right now currently the number one platform for podcasters. And it's just another way that I can make sure that I'm getting heard to the masses. Also professionally, what's making my soul glow is by the time you hear this, within 24 hours, if you're not on my mailing list already, which you can be, you can be, you can click the link in my Instagram bio and go right to it. You can go to my website and sign up with the pop-up and sign up to be a part of my Vibe Tribe mailing list. They got the VIP pre-sale today, beautiful souls. They did. I'm releasing this episode one day early than I normally would so that I can launch, you know, my selling, the selling of my first round of merch, aka t-shirts. Yay, me. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to secure every bag, including the ones that replenish when I'm sleeping, right? And I heard you. I heard you guys. I heard you say, you know, it's hard for me to tell people to respect my boundaries. So I made t-shirts that say, respect my boundaries. You said, I want to tell people I'm emotionally healthy. I want to declare it and say it to the world and scream it from the top of my lungs without saying a word. Well, I made t-shirts that say emotionally healthy. So if you want to declare your emotional health and you want to tell people to respect your boundaries without opening your mouth, I suggest you click the link in my Instagram bio or my Twitter bio or my Facebook bio, or just simply go to my website and click that shop tab. Mm -hmm, That's B-L-C-N-Y.org, O-R-G. And click that shop tab and get your V-neck on. Now, fellas, I got you. I'm going to make some stuff for you too. 
But I had to take some inventory. I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. Because you got to work smarter, not harder. You got to see what people want. And I did a little focus group. And I asked some fellas would they wear, you know, an emotionally healthy shirt or respect my boundaries shirt. And some said, yeah, but the majority said no. And most of them said, just give me, you know, your hashtag ISMPod shirt. So those are coming. Those will be secondary. But first, I wanted to speak and be true to my message, to my purpose, to my narrative, to who I am. And I am the boundary setting queen. I am the emotionally healthy, righteous, ratchet queen. And I wanted to make sure that I had merch that said so. So we will roll out other sayings and other things on shirts and mugs and umbrellas and leggings and bags and hats and all that good stuff. But for right now, my soul is glowing because my first round of merch is here. And I hope that you buy a shirt in each color. For yourself, for your wife, for your daughter, for your mama, for your sister, for your friend. And support me like you always have, like I support you. That's what's making my soul glow professionally right now. And I hope that whatever is making your soul glow, that you share it with the world. Because I believe that when you share, you give people permission for them to share. And so many people feel like when they share about what they're happy about, that it's bragging and it's too braggadocious and they don't want to look conceited and they don't want to make other people feel bad because other people might not have what they have. But I... I denounce that mindset right now. Right now, I give you permission to say what you're proud of, to say what sets your soul on fire, to declare to the world that it's okay to announce what and why your soul is glowing. So I ask you again, my beautiful souls, what is making your soul glow? You guys know I don't like talking about celebrity anything unless it's pertaining to setting a boundary, understanding a boundary, a life lesson, evolution, something that can actually benefit us in our real lives. But I felt the need to speak quickly, briefly about the Michigas that is going on in early 2019. I mean, we not even what, you know, 60 days in and it is just a hot mess in the celebrity streets as it has always been and always will be. But Instead of focusing on Jesse Smollett and R. Kelly getting indicted and possibly finally doing time as he should, I need you to understand that all of the time and energy that you spend on trying to play Columbo, on being an internet lawyer, being an internet thug, being an internet private investigator, assuming you know what's going on and not, and having full hour, two, three hour threads and conspiracy theories going on, that is time that you are taken away from your real life. Now, I'm not here to judge you. Actually, I am, because judgment means, you know, have an opinion, and I have an opinion, and I really want to know what you think you're doing. I really want to know why you think that these people give a damn about what you have to say, whether it's positive or negative. All you're doing is making these people richer or more relevant and feeding their ego, feeding the beast. I truly believe that if we turn the other cheek and just not comment and not double tap and put a heart on the story and not feed into it and not you know, get so invested in the lives of celebrities who don't care whether you live or die, 
I really think that it would minimize because it's supply and demand. It's supply and demand. The supply is there because you demand to be fed and numbed. You demand to be distracted. You demand not to pay attention to yourself. You demand not to pay attention to your children. You demand not to pay attention to, you know, putting off your goals and dreams so that you can talk about whether Jesse is lying or not. He does not care if your rent is paid. And I need a lot of you to understand I need a lot of you to understand that a lot of things that you're putting online, videos and comments, can cause you to lose your jobs. A lot of you are really out here being reckless. A lot of you out here ready to start, you know, lynch mobs and ready to go and do the damn thing and put so much energy and effort into these celebrities who wouldn't spit on you if you were on fire. Yet the last time you put that much effort into yourself or your family was when? Was when again? There is too much distraction and involuntary distraction. You know it's 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 here to distract you. Whether the story is true or not, you're fully aware that you have spent hours upon hours upon hours debating strangers. Strangers when you haven't even talked to a loved one in how long? I just want you to know. That whether these people get their just due or not, whether they're lying or not, whether they get to go to jail or not, whether they have to pay uh, severance or whatever the heck the case may be, whether Tristan is cheating on Chloe with the girl, the Jordan girl, I don't know. And I personally don't care. And if you care, that's cool. But my question to you is, why is your care about these people who don't care about you more important than the care and concern about yourself and the people who actually really matter in your life? When's the last time you read that book? When's the last time you started that venture? When's the last time you said, "Mm, I'm going to do this or that, but you couldn't because you got distracted by a rich person's story that all they want from you is to be invested in that story so that they can remain relevant and rich and their ego fed. My question to you, beautiful soul, is when are you going to put that time and energy into your life and not into a celebrity's? I'm going to go in today. I'm going to I'm going to talk to the ladies because I feel like not just the ladies. I'm going to talk to everyone who's in a relationship with a man. Mm-hmm. Because that's not just a lady, right? There are men in relationships with men as well. So I'm going to talk to those who fit this narrative. And for the most part, it is ladies. It is women. And as you heard in my opening I think the I think the fellas need us. I think I think it was necessary for for an episode just to address some issues, a particular issue that men get blamed for. And I'm I'm not having it. I've done it. I'm guilty of it. And I'm speaking to you from the other side of the blame game. And I just felt men needed an ally and not an enemy in this situation. So, without further ado, I'm just going to get straight into it. You know, we can We can lollygag if we want to, but you know, that's not my style. I won't be before you long, saints and sinners and sinners and saints. I'm just going to say what I need to say and be gone. Let you go on with your day. But until then, turn up the volume, get comfortable, and let's talk to the boys. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Hello, my guys. Hola, papis. Hi. Welcome. 
welcome. Get comfortable. This is for you. And feel free to chime in and let me know if I, I'm speaking the truth on your behalf and let me know if I, I, I missed anything. I, I'm happy to come back with a part two. And I have a few male guests in mind that I would like to have on a part two that haven't been on. Um, I said no, the podcast before, and I am happy to take your suggestions for that guest for part two. But until then, it is just me. And I hope that is enough for you because I am enough for me. Fellas, boys, 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 boys. I'm sorry on behalf of everyone who places all the blame solely on you for the breakdown of your romantic relationships. And I'm sorry for everyone who places the blame on you for those who are not in romantic relationships, because communication is not for those only in sexual bondage together. No, relationships often come in other shapes and sizes. It doesn't have to be sexual. You could be a son, you can be an uncle, you can be a brother, you can be a coworker. You can be many things to the opposite sex or the same sex and still be blamed for things that have nothing to do with you or not solely to do with you. And today I want to talk about abandonment. I want to talk about leaving a relationship. And men often get blamed for leaving relationships, not just physically, but emotionally. Emotionally first before physically uh, often is what I hear when my counterparts and I are in hen sessions, so to speak, discussing men and who you are and who you are not and who we want you to be and who you could be and who we believe you should be. And abandonment comes up often. But I, I, I need to talk to the people who are constantly putting the abandonment label on men when they are the one who is requesting the man to leave. I have a problem with someone taking my childhood trauma of abandonment, my greatest pain, my greatest fear, my greatest angst in the world is abandonment because yes, I have daddy issues and I was abandoned by my father at a young age. And being that I was, it bothers me so that People take that abandonment word, that abandonment feeling, that abandonment, oh, disgusting, just, I can't even articulate it. It it just bothers me that people take that and run with it when the true definition of abandonment is not what happened in their relationship. You see, many of you are blaming a man for leaving you, be it physically or emotionally, when all you did was offer him an out. All you did was tell him to go. All you did was tell him to leave. All you did was sing JoJo's, get out right now. It's the end of you and me. It's too late and I can't wait for you to be gone. Now that's my jam. Okay, but what you have to understand is when you tell someone to get out, when you tell someone to leave, when you tell someone that they're not welcome here, eventually they are going to honor your request and hit the freeway. Tony Braxton said it. I don't ever want to see you again. You didn't do me right. So, so long. Goodbye. Good night. When we tell people to leave, eventually they're going to go. And what happens a lot in relationships, when we don't know how to communicate, we think everything's an argument. And when we don't know how to communicate, we attack, even if we're not attacked, right? And we are blaming our attacking. We are blaming our hissing, our attacking, our scratching, our clawing, our biting on on it being deserved by our spouse, by our boyfriend, by our babe, by our situationship. And when we get into those modes, we start saying things that we can't take back. We start belittling and degrading these men and wonder why 
We're not their safe space. Now, again, this is not to sit up here and, and make excuse after excuse after excuse for poor behavior from a male. This is not to justify boys wrapped in adult male flesh. No, no, no. This is to call us to the mat. Instead of always pointing that one finger, we're using the three fingers that point back at us today. We, we are, we are, we are we're calling ourselves to the carpet. We are not going to be those people. No, no, no. Not on I said no, the podcast. No, not on I said no. Because we're going to say no today to placing the blame without taking self-assessment. That's what we're saying no to today. We're saying no, no, to always being the victim, to be to happily being the victim. We are saying no to being the person who enjoys being the victim. We're going to say yes, 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 to being the person who likes to assess and see what part she played in the breakdown of the relationship. So with that said, how many of you listening have ever told your man to leave? Raise your hand. I can't see you. Don't worry. No one else can see you either because I'm raising my hand. No one can see you on these airwaves. And how many times have you told a man that you were cohabitating with or shacking up with to get out? Come on. Raise those hands. Yes. Uh-huh. I know. I see you. And how many times have you told a man with your language and your body actions, body actions, yes, your body actions and your regular actions that he's not welcome here? Mm-hmm. Raise your hands. I see you. Okay. Let's, I love the honesty. Let's keep going. And how many times, how many times did you think he was going to listen to that and feel that without honoring your request eventually? Think about it. How many times did you believe that you were going to be able to send someone an invitation to leave and go find someone else? Or find themselves, because that's what happens a lot when these men leave. And then we got the nerve to get mad and start to sing Beyonce's Ring the Alarm. I've been through this too long, because I'll be damned if I see another chick on your arm. Won't you ring the alarm? Because we taught you how to be better, or we helped you, or we were the catalyst, or, or, or whatever, for change. And then you go and you take all of this molded person, all of this greatness and goodness that you developed through me, with me. And you give that to someone else. You found yourself and you found someone else. And we don't see that we turned around and ushered that in. We don't want to own that we actually called that into existence. We spoke it up. We don't want to own that we believe in speaking into existence, that we believe in speaking up and calling up the energy that we want, that we believe in manifesting. We all say that. But then when we manifest you leaving, we want to turn around and call it abandonment. And what we will not do, what we will not do here is pretend that pushing somebody out is abandonment. Let me tell you what abandonment means. Abandonment is the action or fact of abandoning or being abandoned, having been deserted or cast off, forsaken, forsaken, cast aside, stranded, rejected, dumped and ditched. You're going to tell me you were dumped when you told him to go? You're going to tell me he ditched you when you told him to go find another? You're going to tell me that he deserted you when you said go you're not welcome here. You're going to tell me that he cast you off when you cast him away with your words every time you didn't like something he did. Oh, my sister. Oh, my beloved. What you're not going to do is tell me that pushing a man out is the same as a man leaving voluntarily. I just refuse. I refuse to sit there and, and allow that narrative to constantly be played in. First of all, it's not fair and it's inappropriate. 
It's inappropriate to sit there and say, I believe in and manifesting and I like my sage and my Palo Santo and I got my crystals and I'm charging them and I got my journal and I'm writing down all the things that I want to come to pass. And I believe when you speak it, it shall come true. But you don't believe that when it comes to speaking negatively. Hello. What, what world, do, what planet are you on? How come it only works for the things that you want, not the things you don't want? Manifesting works both ways. Manifesting is not just speaking into existence the things that you want and that you believe are beneficial and better for you. It's about speaking into existence, period. Period. Okay, speaking in general, acting on those words. When you sit there and tell them to get out, you give them the cold shoulder. We throw in the plates. We're not cooking no more. We withholding sex. We giving him the back in bed. We not speaking. We turn into roommates. We walking past each other. I'm not calling him during the day or texting him to see how he's doing today. Okay, I'm leaving room for infiltration. I'm letting this hoe at work slide up in. Yeah, his work wife. I'm letting her slide right up in because what happens is I'm punishing him with my love. I'm punishing him with my sex. I'm punishing him with food. Love on a plate. That's what food is. Love on a plate is what food is. And I don't care if you're cooking it or ordering it every night or making it a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. If that's what you normally do when you're not mad at him and asking him to leave and then you turn around and do that when you are mad at him, you are punishing him. Vice versa, fellas, boys. Hello. Yes. Hello, boys. Yes. You punish us with your love if you treat us differently when you're mad at us. Now, let me get it right. Let me get it right. I'm a human. I'm a human. And Lord knows when I'm mad at you, I don't want to act like I'm not mad at you. That is not easy. But that that is a supernova level of adulting. That's a supernova level of communication. That's a supernova level of of <laughs> of just. I can't even explain it of alignment of who you are, knowing that it's not about what the other person does, but it's about what you do. If you choose to stay here, I'm not saying be superhuman. I'm not saying that you should not honor your feelings because by all means, I tell you all the time to feel what you feel when you're feeling it. Right. But communicate those needs. I'm not feeling cooking today. You're going to have to fend for yourself today. You're still mad, but you're communicating. Okay. You're not withholding and punishing him with your love. And having him look for a meal elsewhere. What you're doing is telling him that today or this week, I need a break. I'm not myself. I'm really hurting right now. What just transpired between us is just really not working for me. And I'm going to need a timeout. I call adulting. I call timeout. And I'm entitled to have that. That's different from giving him the cold shoulder and punishing him with the removal of your love. Okay? So before you say that he abandoned me, before you say he left me and these kids... And that's another thing. Did he leave the kids or did he leave you? Is he still in his, in his kid's life? Is he still calling, picking them up, paying his child support? Is he still a present father? Don't tell these kids he left them if he didn't. Stop being that girl. Stop being that girl. And I say girl because a woman would not do that. His relationship with his kids, if he is a great father, is none of your business. It has nothing to do with him and your relationship if you guys are no longer together, if he is a present father. Stop being that chick. Stop being that immature, damaged chick. Go get help. Contact me for a coaching conversation. Call a therapist. If you go to work and you got a health coverage, you got health plans, excuse me, and you got a health coverage. Yeah, I said it, a health coverage. If you got your Cigna, your Aetna, okay? If you're paying every, every week, bi-weekly, every month, out your check for health care. And you got you a card. You need to get up on that Aetna, that Cigna, that whatever website and find you a therapist to talk to. That's what you need to do. And stop blaming him for the breakdown of your relationship if you played a part. 
Now, there are some assholes out here. There are some fuck boys out here. There are some men who you are better off without that whether you encouraged him to leave or he abandoned you, it is better for you, them kids and everybody involved. I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the ones who beat you, who hurt you, who cheated on you left and right, who emotionally abused you, who financially abused you. I'm not talking about none of them. I'm not talking about anybody who deserves not to be in your coveted space. I'm talking about a partner that you had. Did you hear what I said? A partner. Yes, a partner, a partner, someone who is engaged with you in the same activities of life on a day-to-day basis, a member of your team, an established member of your team. That's who I'm talking about, your teammate. Okay, I'm talking about them. If you had a partner that you pushed away because your unhealed wounds and your lack of communication didn't allow you to articulate your needs. So instead, every time you argue with him, it's like, go then, get out. You don't got to be here. You ain't got to be here. You can go. You know you don't want to be here anyway. What you doing here? Every time y'all have a spat, he can't sleep in his bed. Every time y'all have a spat, you telling him to go with so-and-so. Every time you don't like something he said or he don't like something you said and you just are not in agreement with him and he not in agreement with you, you're telling him that you know what a dough is, you could go. I don't know what you're still doing here. You ain't got to be here. When a man decides to listen to you, (laughs) when a man decides to follow instruction, when a man decides to honor your request, you cannot turn around and call that abandonment. Shame on you for labeling your request being honored as abandonment. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, no. Deadbeat fathers, they abandoned. That child, me, that little Stephanie, didn't ask for him to leave. That is abandonment. When you sit up there and decide that this life ain't for you and you just going to do what you want to do and nobody asked you to, nobody coached you to, you just chose to go on and have your freedom without any responsibilities and you just going up and disappear. That is abandonment, my love. You telling a man constantly that he ain't got to be here and he need to get out and he lucky to be here. And if he don't want to be here, he ain't got to be here. Don't let the doorknob hit you with a good load split you. That my love, that is not abandonment. That is him following his instructions. Because let me tell you something. If I'm not welcome here, I don't want to be here. I won't be anywhere. I am simply tolerated. Who wants to be where they are? What? Tolerated. Tolerated means to allow the existence, occurrence, or practice of something that one does not necessarily like or agree with. So I don't want to be tolerated. What man wants to be tolerated? You really are just allowing my my existence and my occurrence because I'm something that you necessarily don't really like or agree with. You're permitting me to be in this space. You're accepting this endurance. It's unpleasant and disliked, but God forbid you want me not to leave it. I'm not going to be tolerated. You want me here just because you don't want me with somebody else. He feels that. He feels that in your love. He feels that in your hugs or lack thereof. He feels that in your sex or lack thereof. He feels that in your cooking or lack thereof. He feels that in your embrace or lack thereof. He feels that in your smiles and your look at him and your stare at him or lack thereof. He feels that on your date nights or lack thereof. He feels that in your words and communication or lack thereof. I refuse to be tolerated. What makes you think a man wants to sit around and be tolerated? He didn't abandon you if all you told him is that you were tolerating him. Where's your responsibility, girl? Where's your ownership in the matter? Where is your ownership in the breakdown of this relationship? 
Don't turn around and tell me neither while you listen to this like, oh, well, he this is not about him other than you seeing his needs. This is not about what he did because it's always about what they do. Let's be clear. All we talk about is how men ain't shit with these crappy blanket statements. No, not all men ain't shit. Maybe the men you dealt with ain't shit. I know a few good men. There are a few good men listening right now. Holla at me, boys. Hello, boys. Like and comment and share and subscribe to this here podcast because this ain't just for the ladies. This is for you, too. I know a few great men, both straight and gay. I know a few great men who sit there and give as much as they can. They're all who sit there and are growing and, and leaps and bounds and figuring out their past traumas and are going to therapy and have amazing jobs and are present fathers. And even if they weren't always, they are now and they're evolving and they're growing and they're owning and they're assessing. I know great men who may not have always been great, but they're working to greatness right now. And the problem is women are not giving them a chance. We're constantly showing them and picking at who they were instead of allowing them to be who they are. We're tolerating them and expecting them to feel love, appreciated and wanted. How would you feel wanted in a tolerated space? I don't want to be nowhere I'm tolerated. Either you want me or you don't. And if you're acting like you don't and you're telling me that you don't, I'm going to act upon you telling me that you don't. Because I'm better than toleration. I'm better than that. Say it with me, fellas. I am better than toleration. I'm better being better than being tolerated up in this dancery. Okay? I am better than being tolerated up in this dancery. What you won't do is tell me that I have to settle for being tolerated. I have to settle for someone telling me that they don't want me here, but I got to stay here anyway. I got to settle for some chick putting her hands on me. I said it, girl. Girl, you better keep your goddamn hands to yourself. I said it, fellas. You're better than that. Some chick throwing a bottle at you, a glass at you, mushing you, slapping you, punching you because she's a woman and she thinks that she could get away with that. And she thinks that that's okay because the cops are automatically going to believe her. I said it. I wish you would. I wish that was my brother. I wish that was my father. I wish that was one of my male friends. I wish he would call me and tell me that she was putting your paws or anything on him. You're going to have to deal with me. He ain't got to tolerate it no more. I'm knocking on your dough. That's what I'm going to do. That's what we do up here in New York. What we're not going to do is allow you to mistreat men and constantly blame them for your issues, your trauma, your lack of communication, your wounds, your, 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 you, 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 you are better than continuously playing the victim. You need to stop being addicted to being the victim. You may have been hurt by this guy or guys before him. He might not have been the best he could have been to you. But if you're choosing to stay with him, continuously blaming him, it's not okay. You made the choice, whether it be the better life choice or the poor life choice to still be there. Now, while you're listening to this, I want you to prepare yourself for the next time you see his face or hear his voice or smell his cologne or his body odor. Hopefully it's a good one. I want you to prepare yourself for assessment to see how you really feel with his presence around you, be it voice, smell, or physical being. And then I want you to assess how you will feel if it's no longer around. I want you to take inventory of the words you say to him and how you say them. I want you to control yourself. I want you to be aware of what you're feeling. I want you to be in full awareness of what is penetrating through your body when you see or hear or smell him. If that is something that you want to hear, see, or smell again, I want you to take responsibility about how you talk to him and what you say to him. This is not about 
him and what he's done or what he's not doing. This is about you and what you are doing as a woman, as a being, as a man in your relationship. This is about you bringing your best self to the table because often we try to change people but don't realize that change is not about telling the person what to do. It's about being the guiding light and example. Yes, change is about being the light so that they have something to follow down the path of their darkness. That's what people do not get. I can tell you what I think you need to do all the time, but the best way, the best way, the best way I can get you to learn is to show you. As they say, I can show you better than I can tell you. Why doesn't that apply to your relationship? You want him to be kinder than you be kinder. You want him to be more romantic? Yes, you can tell him, but be more romantic yourself. You want him to be present and put his phone down? Then you put your phone down. You want him to stop talking to you in a certain way? Then you stop talking to him in a certain way. You set a boundary, a healthy boundary by being the light. I can't set a healthy boundary if I'm a hypocrite and I'm not creating those boundaries for myself or you. Set the healthy boundary. This is how we talk to each other. This is how we communicate. This is how we treat each other when we're around each other. This is how we show each other when when we're in love. This is how we show each other when we're falling out of love. This is how we show each other affection when we're happy. And this is how we show each other affection when we're sad. And I want to work on this and I want to work on that. I want to try something new today. I know I'm mad at you and you're mad at me, but just hug me. Just shut up. Just hug me. Just hold me. Shut up. Just come and hold me. Hold my hand. Caress me. Grab my waist. Let me grab you. Let me come. Let me hug you. Let me sit on your lap. Mm, mm -mm. Let me just put my head in your neck. Let's do something different. Let's do something different instead of nitpick at each other. Mm -hmm. Let's go work out together. We've never done that. You're physically fit. I'm not. Or I'm physically fit and you're not. Or we both do it, but we don't do it together. Let's try that. Oh, you want to go for a bike ride? Let's try that. How about we turn off this TV? You want to write? You want to, I journal. You want to try this? Hey, um, you want to have a conversation? You think we should go see a third party? You want to go see a marriage counselor, a therapist, a couples counselor? Are you down? You want to you wanna get a life coach together? I know a great one. Her name is Stephanie, the life architect. You can talk to her separately. I'll talk to her separately and we can talk to her together if you like. Yeah, it's convenient. We can do virtual conversations. We don't have to leave. We can do Skype and Zoom with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be great. You're allowed to build, customize, and design not just your life, but every aspect of your life, including your relationship. Why aren't you doing so? What you won't do in my presence is label things, things that they are not. You won't label yourself abandoned when you push someone away. For your convenience, abandonment is not there for that. No, there are people who have really been abandoned, who are abandoned, who, 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 who can't even function because they have been left destitute to fend for themselves in love and life. And you want to tell me that you've been abandoned because you pushed someone away. I can't let you do that. I can't let you say that you were left destitute when you opened the door. I can't let you say that someone dropped you when you packed his suitcase. I can't let you say that he ditched or dumped you when you told him that he wasn't welcome here. I can't let you continue to perpetuate the narrative that someone abandoned you when in actuality, you were the one who was abandoning him with your words of dismissal. I want you to take, 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 take all the self-inventory you can. I want you to assess deeply. It's going to hurt. 
It's going to hurt. You know why? Because it's so easy to blame everybody else. It's actually comfortable. It's a safe space. But I want you to fall out of love with being the victim. I want you to fall out of love with being the, the, the reason that everyone calls and says, are you okay? I want you to fall out of love with getting attention in that way. I want you to fall out of love with finding a need to put a man in a position where he is wrong. I'm going to say it again. I want you to fall out of love with putting a man in a position to be seen as he is wrong, wrong always and only. I need you to understand, ladies, that a lot of us don't even know it, but subconsciously, we enjoy putting a man, setting a man up for failure, putting a man in a position where he is not praised, putting a man in a position where he is automatically told how wrong he is, putting a man in a position where he is being chastised. We don't even understand that that's a deeper wound, whether that's a daddy issue or an oppression issue from way back. Yes, black men, mm-mm, they have done us wrong, honey. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Black, white, Chinese, blue, green, you name it. Men have done women wrong for centuries. And part of us, some of us, a lot of us have seen men in our own lives, whether it's our daddies, whether it's our uncles, whether it's our daddy's dad. You know, whoever it is in our lives, we've seen men. It could be your baby's father. It could be your current man. We have been misused and abused by a lot of men. You're not going to get me to debate you there. No, you're absolutely right. But because of that, we carry, we carry and we pass on this need to disrespect, dishonor, assassinate the character of every man we come in contact with. And that ain't fair because every man is not the man that hurts you. I said it. I said what I said. Every man, I said what I said. Every man is not the man who hurts you. And every man who disagrees with you is not hurting you. Every man who calls you out on your shit is not disrespecting you. Every man who asks you to level up is not violating you. Every man who wants to let you know that you can't be this aggressive, disrespectful, head popping, finger snapping, wilding out woman is not violating you. Sometimes that's loving you. A man telling you you can be better than who you are is not him assassinating your character. We often get offended so quickly when a man lets us know that he believes that we can be better. When he says, you know, you can calm down. You can take your attitude from a 10 to a two. You don't got to talk to me like that. When a man suggests that you could uh, represent yourself in a better manner. We'd be like, no, this motherfucker, how does it excuse? No, let me first of all, first of all, no, 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 no. If he cannot share his honest thoughts with you that, is, that are not degrading, what makes you think you're a safe place? We say you could tell me anything. Can he really? Can he really tell you how he's really feeling? Can he tell you deep down what his what his issues are with you? Or should the sentence you tell him is you can tell me anything as long as it's not pertaining to me. You can tell me anything as long as it's not pertaining to anything that I like or anybody that I like. You can tell me anything that only means that you agree with me. That's what I mean by you could tell me anything and you expect him to come to you. How is that not a toleration space? What he's going to do is eventually get fed up and you think he's going to find someone else. Yeah, he is going to find someone else himself. He's going to get the courage, the bravery to decide that he is worthy and that he is better than being tolerated. He is better than being chastised like a child. He's better than being treated like an ATM. He's better than being 
treated like a dog who's given a bone occasionally. He is better than. And when he realizes he is better than, he is going to listen to you. He is going to listen to you, ladies. And we swear they don't listen. No, they listen. He's going to finally honor your request. And you're not going to have to open the door. You're not going to have to pack his bag. Honey, he going to leave it. He going to leave it with the shirt he got on his back. Because he's going to realize that he's the provider. And he doesn't need anything that he left in your house. Okay? He going to get up and he going to go. And even if he got to struggle for a little while, if he got to go up in a room, if he got to move back with his mama temporarily, if he got to get some roommates and go in his boy's house, whatever he needs to do, he's going to do it because he's finally going to listen to you and honor your request. And he's going to leave and he's going to find himself so much so that when you see him again in a few months or in a year, or when he come to pick up the baby or when you see him at the family function, because most likely your lives are intertwined or when you see him on the gram, because you know you ain't unfollow him and you're hoping that he didn't block you because you want to see what he's doing or you're going to make sure that you dial in with somebody else's password. If he did unfollow you and if he did block you, you're going to make sure a mutual friend lets you use her phone to see what he doing. You're going to be like, damn, he looking. He looking real good. He look relaxed. Is he meditating now? Oh, he really hitting that gym. Is he eating right? He got a meal plan. Oh, oh, he he grew a bit. Oh, he look nice. Oh, he went shopping. I never seen those outfits before. Oh, he look happy. He's smiling. He never smiled in pictures. Now he's smiling. I mean, now he's smiling and whatnot. Like who he think he is? Damn, he he looking. Well, whatever. That nigga left me. Fuck him. That's all a facade. He only doing it for the gram. You see how we turn it around? We'll turn it around and blame him for his own happiness. Well, you know what? If you're going to blame him, that's what you should blame him for. Deciding to make the better life choice to tap into his own happiness by listening to you, by honoring your requests and leaving your miserable, tolerating ass. I said what I said. I hope you take this word to heart. I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from a place of experience. I know what I speak of because that is the woman I was. And that is the woman I struggle and fight not to be. Actually, let me not even say that. Er, Let me rewind. That is the woman I'm managing not to be. I'm not going to label me respecting my man or any other man a struggle. I won't do it. Let me er, 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 take that back. Select or rewind. I'm not going to label, be respecting, honoring, and communicating with a man as a struggle. I am managing All of the agreements that were given to me and I am unlearning all of the agreements that were given to me about how to deal with a man, what independence means, what submission means, what respect means. I am defining it for myself as a grown woman in 2019 and I am managing, I am managing all of those things, not struggling. No, mm -mm, because it's not a struggle anymore. It was, but I'm at the management level. Won't God do it? Hallelujah. Won't God do it? I am at the managing level where I am managing honoring, respecting by the man's definition of honoring honoring and respecting in conjunction with mine. I am making sure that when I am upset or we are in a disagreement that I am not violating him in a way where he feels tolerated or unwanted. I am making sure that I am not sending out the bat signal for a request for him to go and that he is not welcome here. I suggest highly my beautiful souls, my beautiful soul unicorns, my saints, sinners, my sinners and saints, that you do the same. Do not call it abandonment if you open the door for him to leave.